I am a mess today. I I didn't have a bra on until like five minutes ago. <laughs> you were at home though, right? Yeah. Actually, I went outside a couple of times to walk the dog, no bra on, like Rihanna. <laughs> but I ain't got Rihanna boobies. Mine sag all the way down to the ground. So, <laughs> let um, them things breathe today, huh? <laughs> Listen, it was different. I, I heard how stressful it is to wear a bra for 10 hours a day. I heard it's so. like a mask. Like it's the same thing as wearing a mask all day. <laughs> it's worse. It's worse. Because it can, all the constriction. It, it really is constriction. So let's start again because I don't have my life together. It's the 173rd episode of the Vita's House podcast. I'm Vita Say What. I'm Shayna B. Garnett Briscoe. Dex Stucky. So we just started our conversation. Uh, with me not having a bra on all day. And that's kind of how, like, I feel like the past couple of days has been. I'm just not together. Like, even today, I did all this work, but I got nothing done. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel any better. I didn't have a bra on all day today. All day today. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think I'm going to wear one tomorrow either. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I had a bra on Easter Sunday that bust while I was at church. <laughs> <laughs> like, right here, it was a zip-up. And all of a sudden, it was just open. Someone had a great peace. Easter. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> One guy was like, you look nice in that pink. I'm like, okay, because I'm going to wait for the bathroom. I know what's going on. I know what's going on. <laughs> you, don't you hate when guys uh, talk to you and they stare at your breasts instead of your face? Was he yeah. doing that? Like, you look he nice. He was not. He probably was really just being so nice. But, you know, you're <laughs> like, you going to be self-conscious about it. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Shayna, you're looked already. <laughs> he definitely looked. Oh, that's what y'all do? Y'all look and then comment? Yeah, because y'all know this now. Yeah. So you know, got to get the looks in first and then talk to you. It, it, exactly. So we won't seem like we're doing something wrong. See, that's so. <laughs> And, uh, these days, y'all will slap us, so we know better. We know to get the first. And, and, yeah. They do more than slap y'all. Y'all get me too. That's sexual yeah, assault. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe he looked at my breasts even though I had them out. <laughs> first of all, we allowed to have our breasts out. It doesn't mean you got to oogle over them. Like, yeah, tell them, tell them, Minda. Me hey, too. Have, have some restraint. You do not walk through the lion's den wrapped in meat. You don't do that. <laughs> you first of all, humans are not animals. We have this thing called discipline that and 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 thinking that right, like doesn't we don't apply. Walk looking at your packages. Yes, like, y'all do. Like, y'all clearly do. Yes, I mean, unless you wear gray sweatpants. I no was just gonna say gray, black, or green. It doesn't matter. Y'all no. be- <laughs> it don't matter at all. I was gonna say I can't resist a gray sweatpant. So, or if you want to beach, you can't yeah, resist. And, 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 and listen, and that's covered up and y'all can't resist. So imagine a dude and you walking around here with no top on. Exactly. And I see the meat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're not supposed to eat. Okay. <laughs> They're not eating. They just salivating. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into what's in our feed. Uh, obviously, it's been a rough couple of days dmx is all over my feed i mean this past weekend i kind of went down the rabbit hole of just like listening to all these songs that i haven't heard in forever that remind me of my childhood watching all these old interviews movies i even watched the old versus battle i mean this is like a prime example of 
we have to honor and um, appreciate people while they're still here. Because mm-hmm. I didn't realize how hard DMX passing away was going to hit me. And I'm like bawling, crying. And it, it I started to think about how his music impacted me as a child and his prayer and um, just reminiscing about that just really brought tears all weekend. I felt so bad for the man. Uh, and I was a little angry that the people in his life didn't do more uh, to try to help him. Uh, how are you guys feeling about DMX passing away? Um, it was it was difficult, like in a sense of like, this is someone who like when you hear the songs, you think about where you were, like from childhood to like through college, like to adulthood. So like I think X has been with us forever. But like for me, it was just kind of cool just to like reflect on the memories that I've had of him. Like I remember going to a concert and seeing him there, like surprising. Like he, we didn't know he's supposed to be there. And just like I remember the feeling that I had like and this was probably one of the only artists that like he passed away public figures that passed away and I was like sad about it but comforted at the same time because like I think that I personally gave him his flowers while he was here you know what I mean like I I always like love DMX what I don't like now though that like the conversation is continuing and like the mess is kind of coming up and I don't I don't like that like I don't like the 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 drama of somebody's life being brought up after their after they die like that part I don't like but I'm I am enjoying the music yeah, I think it was really hard. I mean, it was hard when we knew he was in a coma. And then I think the only reason why they didn't take it as hard, we were kind of almost prepared that it was coming, you know, once that, that kind of false rumor came out that he had passed. But it was very clear that, you know, he wasn't having like great organ function and brain function. So it was almost like the ease into this is going to happen. You don't know what day, but it's going to happen. But I, I did feel like I appreciated him and I feel like I'm in between you, Dex and Mina. But afterwards, I feel like I didn't appreciate him enough. Like I went through all of those things, was like, oh my gosh, yes, yes, I remember this. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the concerts. And I almost felt like, again, like I'm like, wow, of course I loved him, celebrated his music, played it, but did I appreciate him enough, you know, while he was here? And I, one of the, um, the great memories I did have was um, that Bad Boy Reunion concert. That's and I concert. just remember when yes. he came out. Yes, that's the like, one. <laughs> like, the concert was good. It was great. All the artists. But when he came out, mm-hmm. everybody oh. like erupted. And just again, like, I feel like he constantly had that, that shift, that energy. Like, even when we look at like Kanye's Sunday service and again, his prayers. And it was funny because y'all do know I'm a Wendy watcher and they like replayed it. He was just on there. Yeah. Not too long ago. And it was actually so funny because, he, you know, they kind of settled their beef, but they talked about their beef. And he was on there to promote a movie and he, she was asking him the questions. And he was like, to be honest, I don't remember that movie. Like, I did the movie so long ago. And it was just like, that's him, though. Like, it was such a moment where, you know, he's always going to be him. So, you know, I'm definitely, definitely just... You know, sad, sad for his kids. He had a lot of kids. So sad for his kids, his family members and all of us, really. Yeah, I I, I really think that the passing of him, I I think everybody kind of took it hard. I think um, just because he represented everyone, he represented us as the people like, you know, we really never seen somebody be that honest and open uh, with their life on that kind of level, like you say, you know, he he put he put his kids out there in the open. He had a lot of kids, you know, even with his drug problem and stuff like that. Sorry about that. Um, 
you know, you know, he 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 pretty much lived open and honestly, he was always going to be him. When you hear people even you know talk about him, he's DMX no matter what. That voice ain't fake. Not, nothing about him, you know. Was, I didn't know that though. Was, I didn't was know animated. that. Huh? I didn't know that. I thought the voice was like a stage persona type of thing. I didn't know that. <laughs> no. Like, could you imagine him going through the exactly. McDonald's drive-through? Like that's your voice in the McDonald's drive-through? Like yeah, said, yeah. No. like. Where's my chicken sandwich? Then he roll up and you like, yo, it's <laughs> That's just how epic he was, though. Like, even down to the voice, like, so, so distinctive. So, to, you know, to actually see him get his flowers and even see him uh, even get to this point, you know, it, it seemed like he went through so much, you know, uh, during the early 2000s and all that stuff. He went through so much that even, you know, to see him get to this point, to have a point where we got to see, you know, an overweight DMX is beautiful, you know, and, and, and the verses talk about me and Snoop look like the number 10. Like, you know, we, we actually got a chance to see that. Like, who would have yeah. thought, you know, we I, I really wish we could have got to see more. Maybe it wasn't a pandemic and, you know, we actually gonna, got a chance to see him, you know, perform on these last few times. But, you know, he's the ultimate legend in my eyes. His music is still incredible, even through all of that madness the one thing you can never discredit that man for is his art because he put everything into it no matter what so yeah it was definitely a sad day i don't know if anyone's ever going to be like him like for him to pray the way that he used to and to, for him to like, kind of harness the pain that he experienced mm -hmm. as a child into music that somehow uplifts you like who can do that, you know, and, uh, you know, Shana, you were saying how you mentally were kind of preparing. I actually was the opposite. Like I didn't mentally prepare because I think we've gone through this so much with like Rick Ross and Little Wayne and some of these other names that have gone through different like health scares that I almost had like um, I was like a little hopeful and optimistic. And I also didn't think that they would pull the plug so fast. You know, like I thought that they would, you know, he was in a coma. They were doing the brain test. I thought they would give it some time. I didn't think in a week he was going to be gone. I think that's what really caught me off guard. To be honest, I think that's why I was prepared because I went through this with a family member. And actually, that's one of the things like the doctors really tell you right away, but they let the family decide. And I felt like when I, once I heard, I'm like, his family can't make the decision. And it's a hard decision to have to make because you see the person there and you're like, what do you mean? And sometimes they're even doing these involuntary movements. And I remember when it happened in my family, my sister's a nurse, so she knew exactly what the doctors were saying, where we were like, oh no, like, she'll be okay. And I feel like they give the family that time. And I feel like they probably reassessed it. Like, listen, they probably already told them then, but you know, you respect the family's wishes. And I felt like the reassessment was like, it's not changing. Yeah. It's been this long. It's not going to change. So again, like when I heard that and I heard like the organ failure, the brain, the brain one is the huge one more than the organ failure. That's when I was like, okay, this is not, he's not, you know, he could lay there forever and we're not going to get the DMX that we know and love. Yeah. And then I think also with the family, a lot of the pressure was like the public too. Like every time you turned around, people were confirming his death, like w days before it happened. I think that like, if I'm, if, if I'm in his family and I already see people are kind of mourning him and I, and I have this opportunity to kind of like let him rest, I, I, I get it. Like why they would take the, 
like sooner rather than later. That's such a hard decision. I feel it's like so I would hard. I would hold on for a long time. And I'm just like that. Like even when my dog had cancer, you know, you know, it's going to happen. But I, I held on for the longest and it was painful to watch. But I held on like maybe I could do something. Maybe yeah. I can find a treatment yeah. or a cure or I can pray or I can change her diet or, you know, obviously this is a human being and it's different. But I that's the kind of like yeah. personality that I have where I'm like, I'm going to do everything that I can to the very last second. Yeah. And um, I just it caught me off guard. Just, you know, yeah, I, I would have held on longer. But obviously it's their decision. And um, they're really the ones that are suffering and uh, going through all the drama with all the, the kids and the baby moms and the media and all of that it's craziness. A, so it's a very un, uh, unfavorable, I guess, position to be in. You know, no one. Mm -hmm. Either way, it's a loss, whether you hold on, you never really know, you know, what could happen. Or, you know, if you like, hey, I, I just accept, you know, the terms as, you know, everything's on right now and I'll rather end it now. It's just it's rough. I yeah. Well, yes, yeah, 17 kids. Our no, prayers no are going thing. up. That thing worked. <laughs> <laughs> we know one thing. No, that <laughs> is music and having sex. <laughs> it did more than work. He definitely has super sperm. <laughs> like that sperm gonna find the egg and fertilize. I think that was one of the last questions he was asked. Like, you know, you're you're about to be fifty. You would have because he had a little a little one, and he kind of hesitated, and he said. I mean, but I'm not going to stop God's plan. If God bless me, I'm like, no, I feel like you need to stop. Like, you need to stop. He has, so the last, I met the mother of the last two. He has twins. Okay. So that's the 16th and 17th uh, children. And they're still babies. Yeah, they're young. They're, like they're still, young. yeah, they're still carrying them around in, um, I, I ain't got no kids. So I don't know what that's called. What's the thing called where they carry the baby around? The car seat? Yes, the <laughs> but I, from what I've heard, so is she. But that's another story. Dex, <laughs> that was a nice Dex. No, that's what I heard. I heard the girl's 19 years old, 19, 20 years old. I don't know how old the girl is. She, she's young, but I don't know that she's that young. But she is young. Well, she's a sweetheart, and uh, she actually worked with him. Uh, she was a, a backup dancer, I think, I believe, for him. So, you know, when you work so closely with someone, yeah. things start to develop and stuff like that. But she's a sweetheart, and those kids are babies. And um, I just feel bad for the family yeah. members and all those women, you know. Yeah. And he had a lot of um, what do you call that? Like like God children and everything too. Like that one girl that that one girl that's on the power book too, like is like an adopted God child, but like he took care of her. Like really, which one? The uh, one that is the um the light skinned one, not the one that sells the drugs. She's the one that's in the class with Tariq. That's like his like like he him and his ex wife like basically helped raise her. Really? The yeah. cute girl. The cute. She's she's yeah, a pretty she's little really girl. Yeah. I know what you're talking she about. She had like all these videos online, like recent videos, you know, and had pictures when she was young and with all the kids, like, you know, just sharing time. She'd be like with my goddad. But she said like they basically took her in and raised her. So, you know, again, just to know his heart was like a real caring, loving heart. It's just it's just sad. Yeah. All right. Um, so another sad thing. This is a terrible, terrible, terrible segue. 
But um, Usher <laughs> pay, <laughs> paying strippers with fake money, Ush bucks. Now, the reason why I said this is a terrible um, segue is because he actually did not pay strippers with fake money. Uh, he actually paid them lots of real money. Mm-hmm. And in addition to that, he also threw his fake money as a way to promote his Vegas residency. Now, I will say <laughs> it worked because we all talking about Ush bucks. I mean, uh, seriously, <laughs> you Bennett, do you have cash up? I do. I will sell you this bottle of water. I will. As a matter of fact, I will sell you this air that I have in my hand right now. <laughs> you, you believe this kind of, you believe that this air is going to change your life. If you believe that Usher was throwing his money out to promote a residency, please buy this air from me. He was doing it because he was messy. Usher was in the club throwing out Usher bucks, um, Usher dollars because he didn't have any regular money or he didn't care about these strippers or whatever. This man is full of crap. And this whole PR stunt that they're saying that he was doing to promote his Vegas residency. <laughs> why you didn't go to Vegas and throw it off the roof or something? Like, did, No. Buy a billboard. You do not throw no fake dollars at strippers to promote a residency. And also, did you think the strippers were going to go to the residency? Who was going to go to it? What is this? Well, I, that's why I think it was. I do think that he was there. I, the Ush Bucks were where he's saying he just left them by the stage. No, you didn't. But I think the whole point was to promote the residency because this residency had been in plan, obviously pre-COVID and COVID happened. And then they, they tried to like do a release after COVID, but nobody really cared. Mm-hmm. And now people know, and they're like, "Oh, Usher got a residency," but they only know because of this Usher story. Like, I feel like he paid the stripper, the one that released it. Because why didn't they all talk about it? And and this is a whole story to, to get the hype up about this residency. Because other than the people that's taking cheap flights to Vegas, nobody wants to still pay a regular price ticket to go see Usher at the residency <laughs> more than my whole trip to Vegas. But you look stupid though. Like that's not good publicity yes we're all talking about it but nobody's we're laughing at him like nobody's talking about this in a favorable way nobody's saying this conversation is like i gotta get to this residency we're making fun of him first of all first of all we're talking about usher here so this not this notion that he don't got money usher got money it's not like he only threw ush bucks okay it from what i gathered and this is what the the owner of the strip club said was he spent thousands of his own money with Benjamin on on the money, not just him. Right. But in addition to the thousands, he also threw his ush bucks. So it's like, OK, you you as a stripper, you picked up a handful. I'm sorry you picked up only ush bucks, <laughs> but they were other. <laughs> there were Benjamins up in there. You just picked the wrong ones, boo boo. Were they sucker with them all? They were I- here, <laughs> her. I'm amazed that y'all are like y'all are really like buying this and like really making this this is funny to me if if y'all aren't strippers so that's why y'all ain't like but if i'm a stripper and i'm on the pole and i work worked it right i don't care if it was one ush buck i don't want that like that's stupid why would you give me a ush buck when like that i dexter dexter if he throws fifty thousand dollars of his own money plus twenty thousand dollars of ush bucks right (laughs) Whether no. he throws the ush bucks or not, you're still only getting fifty thousand dollars. 
it wasn't delays. like it wasn't like he was going to offset the extra twenty thousand with more with more Benjamins. That's all they were getting. You know, let you, me get the let me get the fifty thousand dollars. Why are you throwing fake monopoly money? If, if, you, if I'm paying you money and I'm only going to give you ten dollars. I don't need to give you an extra five in fake money. Like, that's stupid. That's Listen, sir. So you wouldn't want to have your own money with your face on it? That's fly. Bro, that's, that's what this is all know. about. <laughs> that, that's what this is all about. He watched Coming to America 2 once <laughs> many times. He, he wanted to be the new Prince Hakeem. He wanted to be his son, meaning you're absolutely right. Who doesn't want their face on a dollar bill? <laughs> Thank you. Look, they tried to put Harriet Tubman on a $2 bill. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I thought it was cool that Usher had his face on money. You know what I'm saying? And we we glorify all this other dumb stuff going on. Let's buy Bitcoin. Let's buy this. Let's buy that. Why can't that man have his own money? I thought it was cool. <laughs> what I didn't think was cool was <laughs> I did it. I thought originally that he didn't throw no real money. I thought he had right. just threw his Usher. That's why they, story was fine at first. Right. So I wasn't on the Usher bandwagon at first. I was like, that's grimy. You can't pay no bills, no rent with Ushbucks. But then later on, when I heard the initial, the, the official statement, I'm like, oh, he threw a lot of real money. I get it now. No decks. And that's why I feel like it's a publicity stunt. Because we're not hearing of all the strippers saying it I know. was only the just, one. Yeah, just the one who first off, the one thing you said, Mina, you said we're promoting like Bitcoin and all that stuff. These are things with monetary value. There's no monetary value in Ush Bucks. That's one thing. You don't know that yet. Yeah, we do know that. Hold on, wait. At the residency. She was <laughs> VIP at the residency and they're gonna take care of her. First of all, if I can bring my Ush Bucks to the residency and get a free drink, yes, there is monetary value. <laughs> but what if you can't, though? Like, wouldn't that be something that you would announce? Like, hey, if you got, if you were lucky enough to get one of the Willy Wonka tickets, come in and you can go <laughs> backstage <laughs> meet a greet or something. You get nothing with this. <laughs> Look, I see what you're saying, Dexter. I get it. I just think that it, whether he threw $20,000 of Ush Bucks or not, they were still only getting $50,000. That's not the money. That's not the exact number. All I'm saying is there was a monetary, like there were, there were Benjamin Franklin's up in there. And we, again, besides it being a publicity stuff, we don't know if she was new kid on the block and all the girls set her up like, yeah, here's your, here's your, your money. Cause you know, they take it back and they distribute it. So she <laughs> just might've got all the Ush Bucks. Why and guess what? And guess what? She can't pay her bills with that either. <laughs> Poor thing. <laughs> and also, Usher is too old to be in strip club store. Like this, that I want better for Usher because you doing this right now. This lets me know what kind of music I'm about to get out of you. It ain't what I want. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I can't. Like, he thinks he's I don't want that. I have nothing for that. I just, I, you win. <laughs> you win. <laughs> All right, Chloe Kardashian and this damn bikini pic. I honestly do not understand. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. I kept seeing it trending. I'm like, girl, what's wrong with this damn picture? She went on a whole and look. I, you know. I don't want to offend anyone with any body uh, image issues because clearly she has some body image issues, which is why this is a big deal to her. I, I, you know, I don't know what it feels like to be bullied over your body, to be called the fat sister, the ugly sister. You know, I mean, they've they've they said she's not even related to Kris Jenner and uh, Rob, like Kardashian or Robert. What, that was her father's name. Kardashian. Yes, Robert. Yeah. Right. They saying she's not their child. That's OJ's child. 
they straight drag this girl all the time so i could understand why she has a complex about what she looks like but what i didn't get is why she went on this big rampage to remove a picture that i thought was really positive and really displayed like look this is regular me and i'm owning it first of all her four page letter that she wrote i was like what i'm not about to do is read this about this photo i'm and, and, and I hate to say this, and I do understand body shaming and body image is huge. Like we live in this world of Instagram and they make their money off of a lot of visual things that they do. But I'm also not about to go in and have no sympathy for a family that whether they want to admit it or not, live, eat and breathe off of surgery. Like, I because I, you saying that you're real, I don't even know what your real body is. Do you know what your real body is? I was more concerned about what's going on with her face. And I don't say that to be rude, but whatever she's doing to her face, she probably should stop. Because I do think that she's a pretty girl. But I'm looking at her videos she puts out and everything. And that's all I was drawn to. You know, I know she was showing her waistline and her butt. But I was like, girl, what is going on with your face right now? Stop it, Chloe. You, I don't even know who you are anymore. You don't know her, period. <laughs> I don't know her no more. She's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm confused. It's funny. I went to the Wax Museum in <laughs> Vegas, and literally the Khloe Kardashian one looks like lifelike almost. And and that's not a good thing. Like, it's like you, you've done so much like to your face and to your body that it almost, you almost open yourself up to this kind of stuff because like you've been in the public eye for decades at this point. So like we could look back at photos and we would know like the natural progression of your face and your body would not be where it is now. And I think that's why people are so hard on her with this kind of stuff, because it's like you're not you're being open. Like, look, this is my body. This is what it looks like. But then you're complaining when people comment on it. And like Mina said, like, it's not you didn't look bad. You just didn't look like you didn't look airbrushed. And right. like you're mad at us for commenting on a photo where you don't even look bad. You just don't look like what you want to look like. But it's like that's not even your real look. and You don't even own that. So it's just you bought it. I get it. And I get that she probably did all that stuff because of like what you were saying, Mina, like you were bullied badly over your body. I get it. But it's like, maybe don't draw attention to it then. That's what I don't understand. Like, I guess the bullying has affected her psyche so much that she is so into fixing herself. Right. And here comes this picture that's very natural. Right. And she's still not okay with her body, even in this. She even had a whole reality show about helping people feel good about themselves mm-hmm. and weight loss. And and that's her about revenge body. Revenge body. Right. Mm-hmm. But then you have this very natural picture, and now you're trying to scrub it off the internet. It was almost like counterintuitive to me, you know? And it's like, I guess her thing is some people are saying that she's been photoshopping and airbrushing herself. She's saying that her body is natural, that that's just a bad picture or a bad angle. But the lengths that she went through to scrub the whole internet off of one bad picture where she has 25,000 good ones. It's insecure. She's very insecure and it it shows. But the thing is that you have to be, people like that got to be careful though. Like you just showed your insecurity to the world and like trolls love that kind of stuff. When you show that to a troll, they're not going to stop. Yeah, I, I I think she's more so worried about being perfect than anything. I don't, I don't even think she's worried about being a troll. That's, you know, kind of the way I look at it. You know, she's, I want all the red M&Ms, like just that kind of person. That's just so direct and demanding on exactly what they want. 
And I just feel like even with the, you know, y'all are saying maybe she went overboard with the surgery on her body and her face and stuff like that. And I mean, it might be a direct reflection of the bullying, like you were saying, Mina, as far as like growing up and now this is kind of what people wanted. You kept poking at her this whole time and now she's accustomed to just keep going and keep going because she's looking for perfection. I just think it's very sad and I really feel bad for her. You know, I mean, according to her, she hasn't gotten any work done. You know, that's all her, her natural. Well, she didn't say her face, but she said she worked hard on her body and working out and stuff like that. And that's why it upsets her that this one bad picture leaked. But I think she really missed the mark. This was an opportunity for her to really stand on what she's been saying and preaching. Love your body. Love yourself. You know, work hard on your body. And and if someone had something negative to say, say, you can kiss my ass. You know, I've worked hard on this body and this is one bad picture and we all have them. And this is an opportunity for her to really embrace her body. Right. Even the bad pictures, because our bodies look good. Sometimes they look bad sometimes. Right. But I think her trying to scrub it off the Internet and then releasing a four page letter and kind of like justifying it. I think you really missed the mark in really standing up for women who have body issues and saying, OK, I feel uncomfortable with this picture, but you can kiss my ass. This is, right. this is what my body looks like. And I'm not going to let you make me feel bad about it or shame me. But I think the opposite happened. And I really feel bad for her. This woman literally, I mean, for her to try to remove one picture off the whole Internet, what I feel think? really bad for her psyche. Uh, how crazy that <laughs> is, though. That's yeah. why I was like, what? But it kind of reminds me of what, like, now that I'm thinking back to, like, Shayna said, the whole publicity stunt, like, maybe that's what this is. And then, like, kind of blending with Garnett. I said, don't think we're her, though. Maybe, I don't but think maybe, we're her. maybe she doesn't care as much about what people are saying. Because, like, Mina, like you said, the picture was fine. Like, you didn't look bad in the picture. I think that knowing her family and whatnot, she may be doing all this stuff because she wants other women to try to come to her aid and stuff like that and be like, you got to love your body and all this stuff. And then she can spin it to being like, I love my body, so forth and so on. Because... Uh but you don't love your body because you scrub the internet from right. of this one picture. You do and not love your body. Page letter that you went and did this video where you're in the mirrored room to try to prove you know your body looks this other way. And I was just like, actually, this video, I'd like the picture better. Sorry. I mean, but, but, but <laughs> now she can have she can have not flattering to me. Now she can have women stand up for her now, and now she can kind of be that spokesperson. You know what I mean? Like, remember when Kirstie Alley was like, she, they caught her on the beach and she was like bigger and stuff. All these yeah. people start getting behind her. And then out of nowhere, she started to embrace her body and stuff. And like that kind of revamped her career. Chloe has nothing going on right now. So this whole body image stuff could revamp her career. I don't think so. Though, I, think I think this again, it goes back to the bullying and the low self-esteem. And like I said, I'm really not trying to be funny. I really hope she stops messing with her face because she got a true Vavia or somebody migraine commercial with her daughter. And that's what made me look at her face again, like, yo. And like you said, there's so many images we have of Chloe that I'm like, girl, what is going on? Like, that's not age. It's not like, it's definitely surgery. And it looks like, it just looks unnatural. I feel bad for her and really that whole family because they really built an empire based off of what you look like. Right. They have uh, uh, body snatching skin stuff, makeup, you know, um, uh, I mean, uh, hair care, skin care, clothes. They've literally built an empire off of what you look like, you know, um, and it must be such a 
pressure on all of them to look a certain way. And even I even saw a picture of Kylie and how they were doing a side by side of like Kylie, the original picture versus the picture that she airbrushed. I think they are airbrushing every single picture that they post. Yeah. And it's it's like the kids, too. What kind of like what kind of life are you living where you can't be normal for one picture? But, but I also think people need to stop, like, because you see how you see that. I think more people need to see that and, like, understand it. And, like, you are buying beauty tips and suggestions and a lifestyle from a person who doesn't feel that same way about themselves. That's mm-hmm. kind of stupid on our part in society. Like, we should really look at that and be like, if this girl isn't comfortable in her own body, then you can't tell me nothing body related. Yeah, I mean, even Kylie putting lip injections in her lip to give herself a full lip. Girl, you better create a, a product to make your little flat ass lip plump. But I you think that's but... lipstick though. You don't care. You don't. You're not proud of your own lips, but right. you want to sell me lipstick. You can't do that. Right. And you lied about it for years. She finally came out. But that's my thing with them too. Is like there are other people that embrace the plastic surgery. Listen. If I had the money, I'd be like, yo, I just finished getting this um mommy makeover. I'm not even a mommy yet. Like, I, I wouldn't be <laughs> ashamed of it. And I just think, like, again, we see the, the 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 transitions you guys have gone through. And they will constantly, like, deny, deny, deny. Yeah. And, you know, Kylie, for a long time, denied the lip thing. And then after you sell all these beauty products, you're like, oh, actually, yeah, I was getting them injections. Yeah, but that's that was going to be my point. Like it really I respect people who are honest about their surgeries, you know, and I think that people who lie are you're a fraud. You know, you are fraudulent and you are out here like doing stuff to your body and uh, pretending like it's normal. uh, It's natural. It's not. You're fraudulent. I would rather somebody be like Cardi B talks about all the time about her surgery. I'd rather someone be like Cardi B or Queen Nyjah or K. Michelle or Summer Walker who have really come out and said, yeah, I did stuff to my body. I have a lot more respect for that than somebody that is going to act like they naturally worked at it and you really nipping and tucking and doing a whole lot behind the scenes. I agree, except if you are Funk Flex. I don't want you to be open about that. I want you to stop doing that. <laughs> Y'all remember the episode? Like that was a lot when he was on that table showing to getting the fat sucked out. I didn't, we don't need that. And then he got mad. Huh? I said, I forgot that happened. Yes, and then he got mad that people were clowning him about it and threw Drake and Kanye West into it. We don't need that. So just the women okay with it, guys. Let's just stay on the table and get your liposuction in peace. Right. But again, okay. so now you bring up a whole nother interesting point where there is literally there are men doing this, getting their pecs done, (laughs) getting I mean, it it is. And these men are famous. I don't want to laugh, but y'all remember it again. You brought up Rick Ross earlier in the hospital and then we started seeing pictures and somebody said. The next time y'all have me pray for Rick Ross and he in there getting a, a tummy tuck, I'm gonna cuss off. <laughs> I just, it's this is a this is a serious issue. How, it really is. It they the CDC, in addition to racism, <laughs> as something. What is it? It's something that America needs affects American life. Yes, take control of American life. In addition to racism taking a toll on American life, they need to add plastic surgery and body issues like social media front end. This is a serious issue. I agree. 
Do y'all remember the episode of Keeping Up uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians where they had uh, Kim Kardashian to like make sure her butt wasn't fake? She had like, yeah, like, something like that. Yeah. Like these are the people that we also are, are, are dealing with as well. They're like the master manipulators of the media. It's sure. like, come on now, you know? So I don't, I don't know what's going on with them, but uh, yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't pay too much, too much mind to what they got going on. I hope whoever's listening to this, I know there's pressure or watching. I know there's immense pressure, men, women to do stuff to your body. I mean, I understand we all want to feel good about ourselves and look better. We don't all look the same. We have different things that we feel self-conscious about. But please don't let it get too too like too far. Like if you go on bald and you want to get hair plugs, I get it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. <laughs> I, know. I get it. No, you want to get plastic? I surgery. get it. Like, that's fine. Like listen, I didn't listen to plastic surgery, but I'll be up on this podcast like y'all. Let me tell you about the surgery because y'all right. want to see this bikini pic, and I didn't work out. Like so, I don't have a problem, but I'm also not then going to start airbrushing my photos and then being mad if there's a photo of me that like I'm not doing it I mean I'm also not her but I'm not doing it and this is where I was going with this I understand some things I understand getting hair plugs I understand you know I understand that but like doing your nose 2500 times I I don't understand that or you know doing liposuction multiple times to different parts of your body like, come on, guys, please. I mean, this is this stuff is dangerous. You know, why are you laughing? Laugh Look, you said it's so dangerous and I'm sitting here laughing. It is terrible. But when you said liposuction multiple times, <laughs> stop eating that chicken. Like, <laughs> I'm doing a doctor be mad. Like, I know she ain't coming back again. No, like, I no, they'd be like, they'd be like, run, run that, run that card again. Keep no. eating. <laughs> you know how many times Kim Kardashian's body has changed? I don't even like girl. It's like with the trend, the bodies change, you know, like big butt. Let me get a big butt, you know, big boobs. Let me get a big boob, you know, no, no waist. Let me cinch my waist. Mm. Like, come on, guys. I, I, I understand some of it, but we need to start drawing more lines as to what is excessive and what is I want to do something small to make me feel good about myself? Like, if I could get rid of this chin, I would. Child, yeah, right here. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But I'm not going to change my, like, I just, there's little things. But if I get put it. This picture up, I'm not going to scrub the internet and be mad. I'm just mad. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So let's get into our topic for today. <laughs> um, uh, so Megan has a man, the creator of Hot Girl Summer. So she had uh, said something about my man is going to come pick me up after Hot Girl Summer. And I was like, I remember. So Shayna brought this up in our group chat. But I remember when she tweeted that, I'm like, I don't think you could do that. I think that's like, <laughs> I think that's a contradiction. Like you cannot be in a wholesome relationship and live out your wildest, funnest, truest, happiest self. You know, uh, I, I, I don't think you can. I think it's a contradiction. But what do you guys think? I think with, with boundaries, I think that you can. Like, if my fiancé was like, you know what, I'm going to brunch with the girls, and she goes to brunch, and they um doing the boat stuff, like, you know, pouring the liquor. And driving the boat, sir. The boat, they're driving the boat. 
you guess you can dance a little bit. I don't need you twerking, but you can dance a little bit. Well, like have fun or whatever. But then I'm coming to pick you up and we're going to go home. Like, that's but, how you do it. But you see how you put limitations on it. That's yeah, not like, a, having a hot girl summer. That's being in a relationship. Having a hot girl summer is I can get as drunk as I want and twerk as much as I want with booty shorts on. And I could dance with seven guys and I'll go home by myself and lay down in the bed alone. Like, yeah. Or, or, Thank you. Or I could bring someone home if that's really what I want to do. Me, in my case, I'll go home drunk by myself and lay in the bed alone. But if someone else wants to live their best life and bring home a guy or two guys, that's what a hot girl summer is. It's living out your your oh. life the way that you want to live it and having fun, whatever that means for you. You know how in the last comment, the last thing I said, the Kardashians, you can't not have a, you can't be confident in your body and sell me body products. You can't be in a relationship and sell me hot girl summer. You ain't no hot girl summer no more. Like that's dead. My <laughs> point. No, y'all are right about that. You can't do that. If last year didn't teach y'all that Meg the Stallion was just completely toxic, like this is a pure example. <laughs> Don't this say is that. a pure example. First of all, she got shot by a man, so let's not do that. I, I, I wasn't even referring to that in uh Girl, what say. You referring to that? No, just her in in general, as far as the 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 music, her being kissed by different men to promote it's like why are y'all taking her word for this? She was, well, she was having a high girl summer. Yeah, right. she, she, she was having a, a hot girl lifestyle. She was living a hot girl lifestyle, so that's not toxic. It is now when you have a man. It's now well, that's what she said. She kind of changed it. Like, oh, we, girls, we still doing hot girl summer, but my man coming to pick me up. No, girl, and you can't. We just saying, like, she kind of like taking us up because she's no. not gonna be having no hot girl summer. No, girl, no. you've been like party yourself right here. Like you've that's been, it. You've been work on the couch. She's been dethroned. She dethroned. is no. She is no longer. She is the founder. Of a hot girl summer, but you are no longer the president. You have to be dethroned. You can't do it. It's impossible. It's toxic. I'm telling you, it's toxic. This is a toxic statement because that dude gonna go up there and drag her out of every club every night for dancing with all them dudes. Oh, seriously. This is what I'm saying. This this is toxic seriously. behavior. What do you expect this man to do when you out walling every night? And he he, he he's gonna come here and flip flops in a robe every night and drag her out of these clubs. Because <laughs> you know what time he's in the club. It's not Uber. You can't control what time he, you talking about. Your man is picking you up. That's like when your mom would pick you up from from the movie theaters. And you'd be out there smoking with your friends. You get in trouble. You can't do that. <laughs> How about this, Dex? How about you go to the club? And it's not even just a club. This is a lifestyle, right? So the right. lifestyle is you live your best life. Whatever it is you want to do, whatever makes you happy, you do that for every woman that's different for some women it might be sleeping with a guy after you you meet him at the club for other people it might be you know texting multiple guys or maybe just casually dating one person and not being in a relationship because you want your freedom and you want to be able to, to do whatever you want it's different for every woman but dex theoretically right say i'm not one of those women or your girl isn't one of those women that wants to take a guy home right is it okay for her to go out with her girls and drink and drive the boat and be real you know uh uh, drunk, you know, real sauce, and you win the club on social media, twerking, you know, Instagram stories, <laughs> you know, I, I, she's Where? living her best life. Social media? <laughs> yes. You Paul, you Paul Pierce now? <laughs> and then, you know, she's maybe she's dancing with a couple guys, maybe not, maybe we, she's, she's with her friends, but she doesn't exchange any numbers. 
She is absolutely faithful to you. She comes home to you. You guys are sleeping in the bed together. Is that acceptable? No, because you posted on social media. So like it's one of those things where it like for me, I'm okay with things that happen in the sense of you having fun, but it doesn't have to come back to us. You know what I mean? Like like that's now a conversation we now have to have because like my mom is going to see it. My mom is going to say, what was she doing? Like, why was that happening? And it's just like, I think that takes away from the hot girl summer. And also it takes away from you being in a relationship. Like there are certain things when you're in a relationship, you can no longer do. And I think going out and being extra like that and like posting it publicly, because not only are you representing yourself, you're representing him too. And like his family and his friends and his fans are going to see that. And they're going to look at it like, this is acceptable to you. And I think it now makes him look crazy. So I think if you are in a relationship, I think the hot girl stuff got to go. Have fun. But like, I think there is major limit. Just have a girl summer, a lukewarm. Are you trying to say this is why I'm not in a relationship right now? Because I've been posting myself twerking on social media. You you don't be twerking on social media. I know, I know. (laughs) But I've been twerking off the social media. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I don't think she should do that. But it's not I am possible. like one of those girls that I feel like I would, you know, be out with my girls. I could be out with Mina and we just having fun and I'm twerking and I'm driving the boat. But then I'm going to go home to my dude. And I think I should be allowed to do some of that. Maybe not dance with the seven guys. Because if I'm just like twerking in our general area with like all the girls, like I feel like, no, yeah, it's not okay. You can't, that's fine, but like, it can't be seen either though. You know what I mean? Like we, you can't have that publicly posted where other, where your guy now has to answer for it because then it becomes a problem. That's like, that's the Paul Pierce situation. Like, yeah, like you did this stuff and it's not that big of a deal that you did it, but now that it's public and people now have opinions on it, that's when you now got to talk to your wife about it. You got to talk to Disney about it. Like you can't do stuff like that when you're in relationships. My thing is this, right? How come it got to be a whole summer? How come you just can't have a hot girl night? Like, month. A month. Yeah, the whole summer? Like, that's a little, that's a little crazy, man. It's a little overboard. Like, <laughs> you know you what? You want a hot girl when, Friday night. Just one of them. Right, right. Not the whole summer. Right. Like, you got to stress me out all summer, basically. That's basically what she's she going to stress her man out all summer. You know what, though? When we're arguing or, or talking about something and Garnett is sitting there quietly, I always wonder what's going on in his little brain. And then, and then what comes out of his mouth, I'm like, he always cracks me up. Your brain is a wonderland. It is. <laughs> <laughs> There's all kind of stuff going on in there. It, it, it is. I, I'm always because I'm paying attention to what y'all are saying, and in between what y'all are saying, it's always like a clear picture for me. That's like this is yeah, like that's funny. <laughs> you know, a hot girl night, I might be okay with. <laughs> like, I may be able to pick it from the club, but we're not gonna say nothing about it for a hot girl night. But you're not gonna do it for the entire three months of the summer. <laughs> Did, did y'all ever did y'all ever think that maybe she's under pressure as the founder and creator of Hot Girl Summer to keep it going? Like you can't have the, the founder of Hot Girl Summer be all booed up at night watching Netflix and chilling. Like that like, that's a contradiction. Let's be kind of serious here for a moment. We don't care. <laughs> like we don't People care. People do care though. Our fans care. It, it, that's stupid. Care more about this girl releasing some music. Don't worry about what she does in her personal life, calling herself a hot girl. Like, that's kind of silly. 
first of all, Dex, this is a movement. So don't call the movement silly. Hell, then, yeah, see, that's okay. when it goes too far. When it's just like, we really gonna hold this girl's foot to the fire for saying I'm a, I'm a hot girl. Like, come on. Listen, Hot Girl Summer was an excuse for everything that you wanted to do. If people were judging, I'm having a Hot Girl Summer or like, you know. And, and it basically was canceled last year because of COVID. So we get to do it this year. Listen, I'm, I'm out, Dexter, I'm out here this summer. I'm you are out. Not, I'm you are out. not out here this summer. <laughs> Better wear a bra. <laughs> yeah, she's lying. Better have a bra on. That's I am out here. Listen, I'm getting my second vaccine shot. In a week, I am out here this summer. And, and let me ask you this question. Let me ask y'all one more thing. How is it that y'all are holding Megan Thee Stallion speech to the fire when um, the city girls were saying that they were city girls, which is the same thing, in my opinion, as being a hot girl. But one was pregnant, <laughs> one was in jail. But nobody called them about all these issues. Rihanna called herself the bad girl and was in a whole relationship with a billionaire. And y'all are fine with it. Y'all don't say nothing to them, but Megan does. But it. Rihanna was overminding herself, just selling her panties and her uh, beauty products. Like she wasn't really. We was looking for her. She would give us little sneak peeks, but she was just living her best life. You couldn't find her. Yeah, you couldn't find her. The billionaire yeah. had, her, had her, but I'm picking you up right now. She was, she was, she was booed up. I kind of agree with that, but I don't feel like the city girls' movement was as strong as Megan's was. It wasn't was. strong enough. It's the knees, that's why. Their knees wasn't popping like that. <laughs> Her knees is strong. She can't be dropping them knees and them little booty shorts in the club in front of all these men if she got a man, or maybe she can. Maybe some of the feminists will be like, yes, yeah, she can. But my whole thing is when you're in a relationship, you have to be mindful. I'm just saying, you have to be mindful of, you know, how certain things make your man feel. And depending on what kind of man you're dating, if you are over sexualizing yourself in, in an, in an environment where men can lust after you, you know, is it empowering probably as a woman, but will your man like it? It depends on the man, but probably not because you being that overly sexual might invite people into, uh, you know, into the, attract people to you. And that might be a problem for your man or your woman, depending on who you're dating and, you know, what your gender and sexual preferences are. So I'm just yeah. saying. I let that girl have a hot girl summer. She's like 24 years old, isn't she? Isn't she young? I can take over. I can be the co-chair. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, we got to figure out who's going to be the, the president. But it ain't gonna be Megan. She yeah. already she already booed up. Taking pictures of them snuggled up in the bed. We she know that this is warm some of her. <laughs> Poor thing. She's trying to do all things and she can't get none of it right. Poor girl. Don't do that. She's getting That's it right. So Don't sad. do that, Dex. She's getting <laughs> stuff right. She's okay. winning Grammys. Well, I mean professionally, yeah. But I mean this personal life is it's a wreck. Like she's trying to keep firing on all cylinders she wants to be like oh relationship goals but then she also wants to be the hot girl and you can't do both and it's it's very sad Poor it thing. it's hard it's really hard yeah. as a woman to balance being career oriented and also having your relationship in check i mean i you know i'd be like why am i single well because i'd rather hang you know do my work <laughs> mm -hmm. and get my stuff done and get money than hang out with a boy yeah. <laughs> So it's like when you when you're idle and you don't have much to do, you'll hang out with any boy. You know what I'm saying? And like you, a, a relationship will develop, you know, or, or it may not develop. But you have that time. Yeah. Me, if you ain't coming correct from the jump and you ain't offering nothing or you look real like 
uh, that you you ain't interested or you want something casual. I ain't wasting my time on you. I could be yeah. getting this money. Well, right. I'm so, too tired to be wasting my time with somebody. I'm too tired. I'm too tired. Right. But normally that's how relationships start right now. It's real casual. It's real simple. It evolves. You know, I ain't got time for that. You got to come hard or go home. Wow. <laughs> I drop. Wow, that was holy. And and that's why I'm single. <laughs> Cause nobody be coming like that no more. And if you're not coming like that, I'm gonna go about my business. Which live... that's a topic for another day. Why yes. don't they be coming correct anymore? Because everybody that made it too casual out here, not y'all, but other people that no, made it too, too casual. Gar- Garnet too. Listen, <laughs> wait, we're in relationships, so we both got it. We we're good. I'm out. Okay. Okay. Is Garnett Listen. in a relationship? Yes, he is. Yes. And I'm 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 happy. We doing all right. Okay. All of this is because of Netflix and chill. <laughs> Netflix and chill set this whole thing off. Where see, when but you started off. casual, and I probably be like, he about to play a game and waste my time that I don't have. I need to reclaim my time, and that's why I ain't yeah. in a relationship either. <laughs> I'm like, he up here talking about some Netflix. What is your five-year plan? <laughs> <laughs> that is exact. Where do you, are you trying to get married? If you ain't trying do to get married, to kids tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> if you ain't trying to get married, I ain't about to sit up here and cook you meals every night. You can go ahead and buy some something off of Uber Eats. I'm not putting in the work if you ain't putting in the work. Yeah. But that's what it is. You know, a lot of people, this is a whole nother topic. We're not going to get into this. That's what I said. That's a whole nother topic for another day. Listen, thank y'all for listening and watching. (laughs) The moral of the story is you can, in our opinion, you cannot have a hot girl summer and be in a relationship. Maybe you can have a hot girl night. Balance. Weekend. Oh. A girl's trip. Maybe three. A girl's trip. No, because then your man can't come get you. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you, you, you got to be within the city limits. <laughs> Imagine trying to call somebody when they're in Jamaica, <laughs> right? you like, she better not be having no hot girl summer this weekend. And I, I, I feel like that actually happens on like hot girl like trips. So, do y'all call y'all man? I'm so drunk, babe. I am so, do y'all do that? When I have a man, I call him. Because I know that they, he be trying to act like they not worried, but y'all be worried. <laughs> I check and in. And then y'all be playing off like, no, it's cool. No, I'm just about to, you know, go over, play some cards. Meanwhile, you like, she better had FaceTime me. I don't even want no call. I need to see what she had. Show me the room. What you got on? <laughs> no. Yeah. That listen, that's an international FaceTime. You ain't they ain't about to be charging me extra. <laughs> hey, you, you gotta fix your phone bill beforehand. That's part of the deal, too. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you for watching and listening to the 173rd episode of the Venus House podcast. I mean to say what? I'm Shayna B. Arnett Briscoe. Dex Stucky. <laughs> Talk to you next week. <laughs>